Welcome to this edition of Inside Michigan Business. On this episode, we're focused on early stage companies, companies that rely upon venture capital for their startup and growth. And we've got the expert on with us today, Ara Tapuzian. He's the director of the Michigan Venture Capital Association. All right, you're going to help us understand what's going on in the Michigan venture capital area these days and where we're headed. Ara, welcome to Inside Michigan Business. Yeah, thanks, Jeff, for having me. Great to have you. You know, a lot of people in the Michigan community, especially in the corporate world, and, you mm -hmm. know, this being originally a real corporate town, you know, they really don't know what's, what venture capital is. What's it for? Who's it intended for? I want to cover that. Before we get into that, though, we'll get to that in a second. Tell us about the MVCA, the Michigan Venture Capital yeah. Association. Well, I'd be happy to. So MVCA turns 20 this year. This is our 20th anniversary, which is a great milestone for the organization. We're a trade association. Our members are venture capitalists, some angel investors, angel yeah. groups, yeah. entrepreneurial support organizations. These could be incubators, accelerators, economic development sure. groups, sure. university partners, and then a select group of service providers that have sort of a mutually beneficial offering that VCs can take advantage of. And, and certainly those yeah. companies can also be beneficial. And you know, wow, what's so much change in 20 years, 20 yeah. years ago, yeah. there was a little bit of stuff going on here right. and there, but man, things have gotten it's really changed. sophisticated. It's changed greatly. Largely yeah. in part to the MVCA's presence in the community. Here. Well, I think MVCA, but also there was, you know, there was a group of investors that said, look, we need to come together. We need to be and create this ecosystem. Yeah. And so in order to put something together, that's when they decided, hey, we need to find an organization that can really advocate for our needs. Because sure. you know that, you know, venture capital is not you know, when you think of it, you don't think of Michigan necessarily. Right. We're thinking coastal regions, West Coast, Silicon Valley, New York, you know, Wall Street. Right. You know, maybe Michigan is not the first on people's list. Although becoming more and more so all the time. We'll oh, get yeah. to that in a second. But absolutely. yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah. So there was really a concerted effort to say, hey, look, we need to really come together. And, you know, Midwest has always had that Midwestern feel of let's work together and let's grow together. And so sure. Really, that's how it's kind of started with some humble beginnings. Yeah, and I would imagine to serve your members and constituents and those interested in venture capital, you're probably doing reach out to other venture capital firms trying to attract those dollars and focus yeah. to the state of Michigan. Yeah. You're probably trying to do some matchmaking here. You're certainly doing a great job of getting the word out yeah. on deals getting done, things happening. That yeah. This is really material and impactful and meaningful here. Well, we're trying to, I mean, you know, on a couple of things, and last year in our research report, I know that we'll talk a little bit about one of the statistics we talked about is for every dollar that's invested in a Michigan startup from a Michigan VC firm is compared to close to $10 coming from out of state. Right. So I've often said that's a good and bad number, right? It's a good number because it's showing that there's interest from out of state coming here to Michigan, but also talks, and I know, again, we'll talk about this a little bit later on just not enough money here to do it. So there's interest, you know, certainly in Michigan. And it's partly our job to do that outreach. You know, there are smaller funds that are popping up very slowly, and we want them, you know, part of the MVCA family. And, you know, our job is really to help promote what they're doing, talk about the deals that they're doing as yeah. well. So we've done a lot of that last few years. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about what is venture capital? Let's make sure yeah. everyone understands for those listening that are, are intrigued by this, or interested in it, and maybe right. even checking out the the notion that maybe this is a way to get a startup funded uh, right. for me that I'm thinking of starting. 
Well, let's set the record straight here. Let's make sure everyone understands what venture capital is. I see it, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I see venture capital playing best at the continuum of the startup life cycle as more growth type capital. Correct. You know, you've got some proof of concept, you're in market. And these are not absolutes, you know, that you can no. venture goes earlier, venture goes later. But that's where I say it. You tell me, though. Yeah. Who's it? What is well, it think, and what's it suited for? I think first and foremost, people need to understand that venture capital are job creators. This is a big difference between hedge fund and even private equity. Okay. These are the risk takers that are going in. They believe in not only the product and service, but they believe in the talent. So team is important, just as important. Do you get that from traditional banking? Not really. You know, I no. mean, so when you're a startup, you know, you often think, well, okay, I'm either going to use my own money or I'm going to try and get a loan. Yep. And there are benefits to doing that. And, and I should also preface that not everybody is venture ready and not everybody will ever be venture ready. So it's not for everyone, but for yeah. those that it is, it can be a wonderful thing that really helps move that startup yeah. to the next level. Yeah. So, and for those that it is, those would be defined, at least in my mind, as Companies that are fast growth in nature. Yes. Companies that are not lifestyle kinds of businesses, Correct. but they're going to be likely an exit of some kind, whether that be through acquisition or hope. through an IPO. That's the hope. Yep. Uh, so you, th these aren't for people building a business that I want to pass along to my kids right. traditionally anyway. Correct. And so, you know, the type of companies that really fit well are tech companies that are yeah. fast growth tech with a great tech idea, maybe a B2B tech kind of a revolutionary concept uh, in security, let's say, for example, right, right. like a like a dual security out of Ann Arbor yeah. is a perfect kind of model. Absolutely. Uh, they've got interesting technology, ideally with some IP around it, intellectual property. They've got a core team. They've got some proof of concept. They're growing and they can prove that they're growing. Now I need, they need an infusion of cash to get that hyper growth, to get to that exit. Right. And they go to venture capital typically to get it. Angel, right. you, you mentioned bootstrapping, you mentioned angels. Those yeah. are things that tend to play earlier yeah. prior to venture capital. And very important. They're, and that's very a very important, important part, yes. of the, part of the process as well. Jeff, the other is, you know, you talk about IT and certainly there's so much that goes in IT. There's software development. There's, you know, there's the, the tech part of it. There's AI and so forth. And you know, then you've got life science. So those are the two big categories here in Michigan, you know, life science, health related tech. I mean, they kind of work, they work together, but they're big here in Michigan. Yeah. And so venture capitalists go out and they secure funding through indiv wealthy individuals, Correct. institutions, state funding in some cases uh, right. or, 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 or other government funding, wherever that right. may come limited from. Limited partners. Limited that, partners, that right. They can to grow their fund. And right. they come in, they invest in the fund yep. and they entrust a fund manager or a set of managers Correct. to make good decisions on where to invest that money yeah. and how and on what terms and so on and so on. And then they manage the portfolio ultimately through an exit right. and they report back to the investors and so on. And that's kind of what venture capital is. That's yeah. what it's intended for. That's it. Okay. You, you didn't need me for this. <laughs> See, you, well, you already this, know the answer. Well, well, I know at a high level, <laughs> listen, I don't know what you know, but I do, I do understand it at a high level. And most of all, I understand the importance of it. You know, yeah. you don't have companies like Facebook or Google or, right. or, you know, without without venture capital, right? right. Think right. of the ways when when people out there listening are thinking, oh, my God, this is a bit esoteric. It does. Venture yeah. capital is not going to apply to my life. Well, maybe you're not going to create the startup that gets the funding, but you're certainly going to your life's going to be impacted from yeah. a lifestyle standpoint by the outcomes yeah. of venture capital investment. Right. So a lot of what we're doing is outreach and education, whether it's to, let's say, the, the, the general public or, or it's the policymakers. You know, there is not, to your point 
a clear, always a clear understanding of venture capital. It's not Shark Tank. And I think everybody just assumes it's what they see on television. Right. And then on the entrepreneurial end, I think when they hear venture capital, they automatically think, well, I need to connect to this investor because I've got that business that's ready to grow. And, and again, it's more often not that they're not ready. And they may never really be ready. So we've got actually, and what we put together for entrepreneurs is a landscape guide and a map that's mm. on our on our website, which is michiganvca.org. And that's really for the entrepreneur. And it goes through all the investors. It's not just a member directory, but everybody that's really working in the ecosystem for entrepreneurs to really take a look and see who's doing what so that they can reach out and do their own homework. So that's that great. helps. That's in really the helpful. Outreach. All right. Well, uh, our research shows, Ara, that uh, roughly, I mean, this is big business. I mean, roughly $2.8 billion, you guys reported, was under management on venture capital funds here in the state of Michigan. That's a 2020 number. Increasing significantly, though, over years prior, I think back in 2016, there was also a number cited there was only 300 million under management. So going from that to 2.8 billion, major jump, a lot of that driven by a lot of the successes we've had in the area. But, um, you know, tell us about kind of where we are in your view in the in the evolution of venture capital here in the state. Yeah, I think that, Jeff, we've grown in the last number of years. I mean, to your point where we've seen this substantial increase from 300 million and just five years ago to right. now this, you know, 3 billion, you know, this last year, we've taken a look at these numbers in a um, research report that we've put together over the last several years. And this year we're taking a different tactic in putting this research report together. Okay. We're going to use some national numbers. We're going to couple of that with our Michigan investors and get some information in there. And then we're also going to tell a story. And I think that, you know, when you talk about the outreach part and what, what's really missing, that's what's missing is, is the story of success and, and what venture has yeah. been able to accomplish. To your point with the numbers, you know, the trends show that there's been a double in VC-backed companies in the last couple of years. And then statistics that I had saw through Crunchbase had shown that there was more than $770 billion in exit value just in from VC-backed companies. I mean, that's substantial. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's also showing, too, that Michigan is not that flyover state, you know, mm. that it once was. Anymore. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, people are looking at Michigan a lot closer. Yeah. What you mean by that is that now Michigan's a, a place to stop if you're shopping yeah. for deals, if you're yeah. looking for deals, uh, you know, uh, Michigan's Well, the valuations are, they're, they're real. They're more real And that's true, too. Here. That's a strong point. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we talked a little bit earlier that sort of that Midwest feel, you know, when you talk in comparison to the Great Lakes, I mean, Michigan's doing very well. Yeah. I I think leading the Great Lakes region now growth for venture capital. Yeah. But there's room for growth. You know, there's certainly, you know, there's, there's needs here. And the biggest need is the drum that I think all of us keep pounding is there needs to be more dollars here so that they can be deployed out into the startup region. So we need more early stage funds to really pop up. And, and I think that will help us as we move the pipeline forward. Yeah. You mentioned storytelling, and storytelling in, 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 in all business today is becoming yeah. critically important. Uh, and, and I love the fact that you guys are going to uh, do some storytelling around yeah. the significance and the impact of venture capital here in the state. I think that's great. Let's do a little on the podcast right now. Okay. Uh, you know, there have been some great success stories yeah. recently, some of the biggest. I mean, I yeah. mentioned dual security earlier. Was that a $2, two billion, roughly $2.3 Yeah, that was so? a few years ago. Uh, I mean, last five, year. Five years ago or so, yeah. Last year, we saw a couple of big ones. One was Llamasoft, 
that was bought by uh, Coupa, and that was a $1.5 billion. Actually, that wasn't last year. That was end of 2020, but that was a big deal. Another one was Pneumotics that was sold to uh, Kyogen for $248 million. So we're seeing more of these major exits happen, and we'd love to see more unicorns in the, to come. So, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. these are these are our equivalents of the, was it Hewlett Packard that, you know, really uh, catalyzed yeah. Yeah. Uh, the growth of the VC community in Silicon Valley. And, and those yeah. successes breed other successes. First of all, right. it inspires entrepreneurs, you know, who wouldn't want to have a $2.3 billion exit on a right. company you start in a few years, right? Yeah. So it's very inspirational. Uh, it employs people. Those yes. people that are at yeah. a level in the company where they're uh, fortunate enough to get a piece of the exit right. then have funds that they reinvest into startups of their own or, or of others. Uh, and it really fuels the entire ecosystem. So that storytelling becomes yeah. really, really critical. So we're seeing the exits, Jeff, and then we're also seeing a lot of funds that are getting raised. So a lot of companies that are able to do some successful fundraising. And, and if you talk about up in Houghton, Michigan, hey, there's work going up there with Orbean Space Technology. They did a Series B, which was $20 million. I think that was last year. Uh, Auto Books, back in the spring of last year, also uh, $25 million. Work at Health. 118 million, and then uh, Acadium Life Sciences also with a uh, 17.5 million raise. So, I mean, you're seeing some significant work. And so, what we're trying to do too is the sum of that as much as possible. So, on a quarterly yeah. basis, we put out a deal flow newsletter that shows everything that's going on in the state. It's, it's remarkable when you watch and, and see what's going on. It really is. And, and, you know, you made a really strong point that I was not aware of, but as you said, it is logical to me. And that is that venture capital funding really is capital funding that goes toward employing people. You know, because if you think about the use of proceeds, when you go to make a pitch to a, a venture fund manager, uh, one of the things they're going to ask you is, what are you going to use the money for? Right. <laughs> right. And I think that, you know, having been in a series of startups myself, knowing the playing field well, I think one of the major things is either marketing, customer acquisition, mm-hmm. or or people, right? Talent. We yeah, need to hire talent, talent to make the thing grow. There's a variety of other things too, but I think that's right. got to be the two big ones. Yeah. It brings people, it hires people not only in state, but it also brings people into the state, right? right? Exactly. And Michigan is a great place to live. I think we all know that. We live here. Sure. And uh, why wouldn't everybody want to live here? So, I, <laughs> I mean, it it definitely shows that people are slowly coming back. We'd love to see more of that. As any economic development organization would tell you, they want to see talent coming back. And VCs are looking at talent. They want to, again, see what that team is like. That's just as important as the idea. Of course. You mentioned Houghton in the Upper Peninsula. Yeah. I mean, really... In today's world, with the kind of tools and resources we have available to us as as entrepreneurs, founders, you can really base your company anywhere you want in the state of Michigan now right. and, and it have both the beauty of whatever lifestyle you want to pick, whether it's being in the Upper Peninsula right. or being in downtown Detroit Absolutely. Uh, or in Ann Arbor, whatever it may be. And then you get that funding. You, people come to you. It's a magnet. You hire people. It becomes an ecosystem, and uh, it's an exciting thing. It, it's important, impactful to yeah. local communities, wherever you may choose. Where... Are you seeing the ideas emerging? I think Ann Arbor's obviously a hotbed. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Ann Arbor would be would certainly be number one. It's of course not the only community that's doing work. You're seeing work happening in Detroit. Folks like Invest Detroit makes a concerted effort of concentrating in southeastern Michigan. You've got Grand Rapids as well, which is also growing quite a bit. 
And uh, again, you know, that's been part of our job is really to let people know it's, you know, venture capital is not solely in Ann Arbor. Here we are in southeastern Michigan doing this podcast. We know <laughs> that there is activity going on here as well. So it is really clearly going around the state. But I would say, you know, the top three would be Ann Arbor, Detroit, and, yeah. and Grand Rapids. You know, I have a story for you. Uh, about a month ago, I was sitting in a coffee shop waiting to take another meeting with somebody uh, in, in a little neighboring suburb here where we are. And uh, I think for the first time in my life, someone sat down having coffee. They had another person join them, and I was waiting for my person to come meet with me. And I heard a conversation going on where one was making a pitch to the other for venture capital investment. And I, it's the, it was almost striking. You know, yeah. that happens in Silicon Valley. It happens in Boston, uh, you know, maybe Austin. Yep. But here it is, right here, someone sitting right next to me in a There's, Michigan coffee house making yeah. a pitch for venture capital. There How cool. is no shortage in the pipeline, right? I mean, that's, again, our bigger struggle is it's just not enough funding to go around. You know, and not, not only just to go around, but then you've got firms that have to have follow-on funding so they can make and right. grow that, you know, company right. that they've right. invested in. But, you know, we're seeing a multitude of startups that are here in the state. And it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Now, what about sectors? You know, you mentioned yeah. life sciences. Right. Where else are deals getting done that are interesting that we might want to highlight? Well, I mean, you know, the life science health arena and, and IT really do encompass, you know, there's quite a bit that really falls in underneath that. Those are really the top areas. I mean, venture is not necessarily investing in B2C, although there are some that are doing that. Really, a lot of it is based on, you know, the on technology. I think during the pandemic, we saw companies that were able to pivot what they do. And so you saw like COVID testing and whatnot from companies that maybe were doing something else. And maybe it's uh, other technologies and so forth. And, and then the health arena. But those are really yeah. the top areas that we're seeing a bit. I'd have to imagine mobility also is becoming more and more of a it's focus. Yeah, it's, it's growing. It's, you know, the, the state itself has got a major focus on mobility. And I think venture can play a role in that. But, you know, that hasn't been traditionally the case. I mean, it, it's certainly part of it, but it's a smaller piece of the pie where VCs have been investing. But that's something I think we'd all love to see grow yeah. in the future. And the amazing things going on with uh, Ford down at the train station, the mobility yeah. center being there, that's going to be an epicenter. I imagine that's going to attract a lot of venture capital. I would hope so. I would hope so. Right. <laughs> and, and again, those are deals, you know, that start as a one-person, two-person, three-person yeah. team, whatever it may be. Yeah. That's where all these great companies have their origins. And, uh, you know, maybe they bootstrap, maybe they access a little angel funding that, again, right. angels by private individuals investing directly into the companies prior to venture capital, right. helping those companies get a proof of concept underway that then positions them to be able to go access right. growth capital uh, from VCs and so yeah. on. But that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, they need to have the idea. It needs to be disruptive, Right. And then they really need to have their act together on how they're putting it all together. Put those things together and they've got a chance of potentially getting, you know, investments. I mean, VCs, angels, they're looking for great opportunities. We've got just such a talented community. We did our annual dinner, for example, the last couple of times we did it at um, the Henry Ford in Dearborn, Greenfield Village. It's such the perfect venue oh. because as we're talking about innovation, right, you can't get any better than, there than what's is. going right. on. Right. And it really is inspiring. I mean, even when you're talking about it now and you think about, you know, what are they going to be creating for, you know, five years down the road or nowadays it's only a couple of years down the road. So I think there's quite a bit, you know, to come. There's a lot more work that needs to happen, but I think we're in a good spot. 
I think we really are in a good spot, and that kind of leads to where I want to go next, and that is just being in a good spot now. But looking forward, what are some things that you see in the future that you know are interesting to highlight as it relates yeah. to both the community at large and some things NBC will be engaging in? Yeah. Well, I think one of them at the top is certainly, you know, a couple that I would talk about is uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. So venture capital has been predominantly uh, male, white, white middle-aged, right. really, and that needs a change. But both both those in the venture capital yes. companies themselves and those founders yes. getting the money. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes. So what we're trying to do is change some of that, and, and we're slowly steering the ship in that direction. We want firms to be able to network outside of their normal avenues for networking. And so part of our job is we're trying to bring diverse founders into the mix so that VCs can know who they are because there's some missed opportunities there. And then also, you know, VC firms usually invest in portfolios that are of like, right? So they need to diversify their own teams. And so what we're trying to do, we we established a sort of a task force where we're looking at DEI efforts really across the map. And how do we get it to a point where it's infused into our daily lives where we don't have to have such a, you know, concentrated effort? Right. That's very important because really, like I said, there's some missed opportunities out there. There are entrepreneurs that aren't getting that access or getting that visibility that they should be. So that's one. We keep talking about talent. Well, you know, Michigan is a, is a smaller group of VC firms, right? We're probably around, you know, a little under the 30, you know, different firms that are here throughout Michigan. It pales in comparison, right, to the coastal regions, which is fine. We're not comparing ourselves naturally, but at the same time, we want to grow that investor base. So we're reaching out as an organization, try and encourage college students to take a look at venture capital as a career. Wow, that's cool. So we currently have an internship program where we're, we're trying to place students from around the state and, and, and not just your traditional larger universities and colleges. We're really trying to go to underrepresented areas. And we're getting a good mix of, of interest. I mean, if I was at that age, I think I would have rather had somebody tell me, <laughs> why don't you become a venture capitalist cool instead of getting right. a journalism degree, which didn't really go too far. Well, it's all good, but I got to tell you, good. a career in venture capital is a really exciting career. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're on the leading edge of innovation. You're, you know, you're out yeah. there hearing what's next and making decisions or at least contributing to those decisions about not only what types of innovation get funded, but specifically right. which companies get the funding. And right. then you're working with those innovators and founders as those companies grow. You're part yeah. of it. You're seeing it. You're facilitating and fostering it. How exciting. Yeah, it's great. And there'll be meaningful internships. So we used to have a program called a Venture Fellows Program, which was helped funded by the MEDC. And that helped smaller firms that wanted to hire analysts or associates, but they couldn't necessarily afford it. I think everybody just assumes all VCs are extremely wealthy. Mm -hmm. And that's not, you know, that's not the case. And so the program itself helped really launch. And, you know, it's, it's not a program that we're doing Presently, it's not been funded. We hope that we can get some funding in the near future. But that's also something that we're taking a look at doing again. Yeah. And if someone out there is listening to this program yeah. and is inspired by this whole world, and, and we've kind of covered how founders can learn from resources you've provided at your website and so on. Correct. But what if I'm an investor? Yeah. How does an individual find their way 
into venture capital investment of their own? Well, if they're a VC, if they're a, a newer VC and, and they're trying to start a fund, we think the best way, this is the shameless plug in me that mm-hmm. says that they should join MVCA as an investor because we do networking events. Um, they're closed to members only. We have investors that get together. What I learned really early on was that, you know, certainly there's a lot of deals that are going on that certainly everybody knows what's happening. It's a, it's a small community. But then in many cases, a lot of these VC firms are, you know, they're, they're investing into the same project. So I'd say join MVCA and see what that's all about. That's a great way to get, get yeah. connected to the community. We yeah. also tell that to out-of-state firms as well, Jeff, is those that are interested in, in the Michigan market, they need to be connected to us. It's a great way for them to outreach as well. Yeah. And you are a your your background. You, you, don't, yes. you don't come from the world of technology and, no. and, and startups. <laughs> but but you're leading this great organization, and now, I mean, you yourself, we talked about interns, possibly those interested in a career, yeah. how exciting that is for them. How cool is it for you to go into your uh, oh, little, little sandbox every day yeah. uh, and, 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 you know, the things that you're doing uh, as the leader of this organization to help connect, you know, and see these deals getting made and these companies getting founded and the contributions they're making economically and otherwise. It's cool. Well, and I appreciate that, Jeff. I've always said I'm, I'm shepherding the organization. I mean, the organization is really run by the members. They decide what's going to be cool, what's not going to be cool, and then I kind of shepherd that process. Now, I've been here three years, and I can tell you, wow, what a stark difference from when I started. And most of my time has been in a pandemic. And, you know, I thought within that first year of the pandemic, we were going to see some real god-awful numbers yeah. for research numbers. And, and in our report. And that wasn't the case. So what I see is growth. What I see is just more to come. There's such an interest in venture capital here. Governor Whitmer had said several months ago, she wants to make Michigan a top 10 state for venture capital activity. So that means we've got the state that gets it. They understand that VCs and, and angels could play a major role in growth here in the state of Michigan. You know, I think there's a, there's a, uh, a variety of reasons why a state's focus on that is important too. And I'm glad you brought it up. You know, it's not only that it leads to jobs and that's critically important. It's not only that it brings people into the state uh, to work and and live here. And that's obviously important for economic development and so on. But there's a certain calling card that comes with having a sophisticated venture capital community because it kind of, it shows the state is forward thinking and progressive and innovative. and, And that's cool. And oh, cool matters, cool. you know, cool <laughs> matters. I mean, don't we cool all want to live in a, a place where it's cool to live here? Yeah. Uh, and and I, so I think that's really important. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, no, it, it's been exciting. And I'd say in the last year and a half, just to see the amount of interest and activity in, in venture capital. That's why when folks talk to me and say, well, what's it like for you these days? Is it is it really busy? Is there anything going on? I'm like, oh, it's, it's oh swamp. There's, it's swamp. there's yeah. a ton of things yeah. that are going on and there's not enough time in the day for us to do everything that we need to do. So, I'm I mean, sure. that's why I say it. it's been a big difference yeah. for me from, yeah. from when I started to where we are now. And, and I just see it getting better. Yeah. And I think, you know, too, and I agree, no question. I, you know, I'm a founder, a startup guy. And so right. we, we pitch venture capitalists for yeah. various companies in our startup incubator. And I just wanted to also mention that as it relates to the Governor Whitmer's initiative and focus on venture capital, not only is it cool, but I think part of the reason why it's cool, and it's kind of a circular circumstance when you have this cool factor going on, that attracts young people, young people attract Correct. other young people, and young equals cool because that's where a lot of innovation 
different thinking, progressive thinking, young thinking. You know, oh, yeah. that's where it comes from, and that really contributes to the overall vitality. Oh, I, you know, I, I'm amazed when I talk to college students and I talk to them all the time and, and there's folks that will refer students to me just to have this kind of dialogue so that they can understand venture capital. And my mind's blown away by their interests, what they can do. I remember talking last year to a young college student that was already on his second startup and it was a, it was a tech business. I don't know when this kid slept. I mean, he was just totally into it, knew what he was doing, was rattling off all of these kind of statistics of how well he's doing. And I just, I said, I could listen to talk to you forever. You know, you, of course. you need to stay in touch. Now, there's a college student that is eventually going to be a big name, you know, that we're wow. going to hear about. Wow. And I think there's so much more of that here. Well, and it used to be uh, that that though people like that, yeah, it was go to school, get your degree, and leave the state. And we got to stop doing that. And this is part of how we yeah. do that. Yeah, these, we... these success stories, right? More money under management here, right? More companies getting funded, more opportunity. This is this is how it happens. Yeah, and and so it's not just bringing kids and young people into the state; it's keeping them, keeping our great talent here uh, that come out of the universities. Yeah, and, we have to keep that. That's got to be paramount. And yeah. when we look at it, because I don't think we want to see that. You know, the Googles that, that could have been here and Facebook and whatnot, a lot of this could have happened here. The innovation could have started and, and grown here. And we need to encourage keeping that here yeah. and building on that. Beautiful. Ara, thanks so much for Thank you. helping us understand the landscape better, understanding what you do. What a cool world you live <laughs> in and work in. I love it. I love it. And uh, happy to be part of it, too. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's really Thank great. You. Thank you, Ara. Thanks for being on the show with us today. My pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Inside Michigan Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to receive programming notifications and special event announcements by going to InsideMichiganBusiness.com. Follow us on your favorite social media platform and wherever podcasts are downloaded. Thank you for listening. <laughs>